All right, well, let's move on to, uh, I guess I'll give my six since you, because you gave seven and six in that answer, correct? Yep, yep. Yeah, because, well, my, yeah, because my six was ice hockey already. So, okay. Yep. So we're on your six. All right. So my six is going to be, and this is the only basketball game on my list. Um, Although there, I could have thrown Jordan versus Bird on there, but that's very limited. It was just a fun game. But my only basketball game on this list is NBA Jam. Ah, yes. And I'm not going to, you know, it could be original jam or it could be tournament edition. Um, But, dude, talk about a game that was just, it was a product of its time. It hit at exactly the right time. Um, Between the NBA's surging popularity and home consoles finally being able to kind of, kind of hew more closely to their arcade counterparts. Um, you know, you, you had, you could go to the arcade, you could play NBA jam and you could come home to your super Nintendo or your, uh, your second Genesis, or even heck it was even on, it was on game boy, original game boy. It was on game gear. I remember playing it and being super jealous that one of my cousins had it on game gear. Um, and it was just so fun. And it was, I feel like it was, it was literally on every system. I remember it came out for this. Yeah, thing. no, it, <laughs> it did. It X. Yeah, it did. That's the funny thing. It, like you say that, uh, one of my favorite, because uh, that, that's my number four is NBA Jam. So, okay. um, and one of my favorite things about that game um, was I, I like, and we've, we talked about this um, when we did ACW was the music. Um, but I, a big soundtrack person and NBA jam had like some of the best, like video game type music. Um, you know, cause it's very like, you know, especially like when you're doing team selection or like the main menu, um, it gets in your head. Um, but the cool thing with that is, is that like the music all sounded very similar, but yet different for this comparative to the systems and what you had access to. So like the arcade version sounded different from the super Nintendo version similar but different right. to the genesis version similar but different to the sega cd version and uh so i was like that because it's like it's almost like each system had their own spin on just the music which right. i thought was really cool oh absolutely absolutely and I, I that's another game that kind of like you said about staying power look what arcade one up released last year yes and trust me i was very close to uh snagging that one but i, but, I just don't have room for it i don't either <laughs> dude honestly arcade one up could just have all of my money if i had a place to put the damn system or the the games if i had somewhere to put the cabinets my house i, I don't need couches i don't, need couches, <laughs> but I don't. Uh, i'll just i'll line my walls with arcade one-ups and then i'll get those little themed soles that they have and then i'll have one in front and then that's where people can sit there you go yeah not wrong with that yeah so what was cool to me too with NBA Jam and, and part of the reason it's so high on my list is because of what it spawned. So we already mentioned NHL hits um, and, and NFL blitz and passing uh, and MLB Slugfest. I don't know if you remember that one. Mm, yeah, I forgot about that one. But there was there's this whole genre of sports games that spawned off of NBA Jam. And I mean, you could you can even go back if you really, really want to. Um, there was an old arcade game called Jerry Glanville's Pigskin Foot Brawl. Oh, dude, I, it's funny. I just like read an article about that maybe half an hour before we started talking today. Get out, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm so, so dead serious. <laughs> so I remember playing that game in an arcade in a hotel in West Virginia 
we went for my for my mom's um, class reunion, and I, it must have been like the 50th class reunion or something like that, because you know my mom was my mom was up there, um, and I think it was in like 89 or 90 or something like that, and that game was in the arcade, and I remember putting so many quarters in, I had no idea what was going on, but I remember it no. just being bloody, and there was a spiked football, and that was enough for me. And then, and I feel like this was kind of obviously not a direct, um, not a direct translation from one to the other, but it was a, you can kind of trace a line. Right, right. So I lost you there for about 10 seconds. So, <laughs> okay. All right. So, well, hopefully, oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, hopefully that doesn't suck too bad on the, on the replay. That'd be all right. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, so yeah, we can, again, that was my number four, uh, the NBA Jam or the Tournament Edition, either one, like, I completely agree, interchangeable, both excellent in their own right, um, you know, because Tournament Edition added, like, the hot spots and those sorts of things, right? Um, the hot which spots. were very, very fun, but um, there's something about playing NBA Jam, which, you know, we've talked about these games, about some of these are real easy to play, and some of them you could get pretty good at pretty quick. NBA Jam's a hard game still to me anyway. Oh yeah. Um, you know, that's a that's a that's a tough one. It's to be you gotta like really play that over and over and over and over. That's not one that you put down for five years and think that you're gonna be just as good as you were back then. Like you gotta be on top of that one to me. Yeah, dude, I completely agree. And with tournament edition adding the additional players, the um I think that was the first one where you had the expanded where it was uh I think it was like five players per team or something like that or was it um mistaken uh, that for uh college slam yeah i don't other... i don't remember nba jam ever having more than the two well no i mean you can only play play two or, oh, oh you mean on the roster uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you're right they may have had the i know they had the additional players at that point so yeah, yeah i think you're right okay yeah because i remember at one point um I feel like the because I was always, I always wanted to be the home team, you know. So I would try to play with the Sixers. And I remember at one point the Sixers, it was like uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Clarence Weatherspoon or something like that. <laughs> yeah. and, and then I think Sean Bradley got added into it. And then when you turned him on, when you tried to use him, the game would break because your TV would be just a white screen. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so but I but I remember that the Sixers always sucked but I was always super into the players they had because they were the home team. Um, yeah. And the, the fun, funny thing that you say that, so like, you know, I think a lot of people would always try to pick the Chicago bulls thinking that, especially on the console version. Oh yeah. That you're going to get Jordan and he's nowhere <laughs> to be found. Um, so that actually made me think of one and I have this in my honorable mention. Um, did you ever play Tecmo super NBA basketball for the super I, Nintendo? I didn't. I did not. So, it's a it's a pretty terrible basketball game. It's not like the greatest because it's very rigid. That's because it came out around the same time as NBA Jam, so you're you're expecting like that kind of play, um, but it's not. It's more like being Tecmo. It's more stats oriented, um, but it's it's just not a not a great like game experience. But it has Michael Jordan. <laughs> I remember yeah. the game and I, and I, cause I remember they came out with a baseball game too. And um, 
around that same time. Yeah, and the baseball game is pretty bad. I never never cared for that one. Yeah, I remember seeing them and wanting to try them, but just, I mean, I had baseball stars. I had RBI baseball, which is an honorable mention on mine. Um, and, and, oh, God, help me. I had, uh, well, at that point, I had World Series, so that was cool. But, and then, do you remember Roger Clemens MVP baseball? Did you oh, remember? yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's on the list of shame, but shoot, uh, you know, I still loved playing it because it was a baseball game. Yeah, there's there's several I could think of that I'm like, eh, I don't think I'd ever have this in a top 10, but I probably put more time in it than I ever should have. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um, so that was my number four. I'm going to go down to my number five. And okay. I, I think, think you and I could have a, a whole, we could dedicate an entire episode to this because this was kind of like, the the game that um you posted about <laughs> that made me think about doing something like this um espn nfl 2k5 that is actually my number one is it really it is wow it is wow yeah it it, it probably would be if it wasn't for a couple of other certain ones in my that I, I have to me anyway so i was like i've got to put this in the top five but i don't know where to put it so yeah no that is yeah that's the pinnacle of modern, you know, to me, football modern, I guess, what, 15 years ago now, but <laughs> yeah. uh, football games where you had, you know, playability, replayability is ridiculous. Um, the sports center stuff uh, where they go through with all the highlights. Yes. Oh, man. And then the fact that you added in all the, like, the MLB Power Pro stuff where you're doing all that after the fact has nothing to do with playing the game <laughs> right you know but you you have and you could speak to this a lot better than i can but the one thing that really stuck with me on that game and i remember you're the one that told me about it and this whole reason why i got it was do you remember the original price point when it came out dude was it it was 20 bucks 20 bucks yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> um so so that that number one that stuck out to me now now i was the idiot that went out and bought madden as soon as it came out that year mm. i bought madden and then when i saw that and i could get it for 20 bucks i first of all i wasn't impressed with madden that year i can't i think that i missed the first extra point that i tried in madden that year and i'm pretty sure that that was the year that they introduced those stupid ass passing cones where like yeah. oh yeah yeah so I said, screw it. I traded it in. I got that. And I never looked back. Um, you know, NFL 2K5 to me is, and the reason it's number one on my list is because I still play it. Literally before I came on here with you, I was listening to the Flyers game on the radio because don't get me started on their, their blackout rules for their NHL ticket. Um, paid $65 and I can't watch the third game of the season because it's blacked out in my area. Wonderful. Um, but I'm listening to the radio and I'm playing that. I have just finished my fourth, I think my fourth season. I'm in the playoffs now. Um, it's the, yeah, cause that was the 2004 season and I'm in 2008. Um, and I, I still play it to this day. Like I will play that nonstop. Um, you know, I'll play other stuff. Like I got NHL 21. I was playing that when you guys were down here mm -hmm. um, and I love NHL 21. It's, it's an outstanding game, but I'm so dialed in on this NFL 2k five season that, that our franchise that I have going that I just, I want to blow through it. 
get to the draft. Because like you said, so here's something. So taking it back a little bit to NBA Jam, do you remember one of the things that was really cool about NBA Jam was all the secret codes that you could put in to get other characters in the game? Yes. So whether it was Bill Clinton, whether it was um, George Clinton, whether it was Reptile from and Scorpion from uh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Yeah, I forgot right? about that. Yeah. All of those people. Did you know, and I'm sure you do, I'm sure you remember this part, but there was a mode where you were playing in, um, you're playing NFL 2K and your phone would ring. And it would be a celebrity and they would be challenging you with their own team that they made. Yeah, I do remember that. Do you remember Steve-O had a team? Did he? Oh, wow. No kidding. Yeah. So like Steve-O, Jamie Kennedy, Carmen Electra. Um, I'm pretty sure Snoop had a team, but I, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Now I, I turned all that, I turned all that off because I just want just the, the franchise but um but yeah man just all the different things the replays during halftime the halftime show where you go and it shows you all the stats and and boomer is is running you through everything and then like you said the sports centers at the end of the week you know um mel kuyper jr coming up and telling you about people who are going to be in the draft and it's dude it's just so good it's just every aspect of it even with, you know, like you alluded to the, the, the list of glitches that I've been experiencing as this franchise goes on, where like, I can't use the first page of my playbook because I end up with my quarterback lining up in the defensive backfield. And like, like my guards and tackles are in the eye formation behind where the quarterback should be. And everybody else is all screwed up. Um, I'm just, I'm having fun, man. Yeah, no, that's, and that's what it was funny. Cause um, I would, uh, I definitely love to go more in depth on that if I played it more. Um, but I haven't played it in a long time, but it's like ingrained in my head on how, like, I mean, for the time and that the bad part was that was really a one-off. Did you think about if they kept that and were able to keep that going, if it wasn't for the, the really the, the Madden rights, if you will. Right. I mean, what could that have possibly turned into? Oh, yeah. Well, dude, did you know that they came out with, for the 360 and the PS3, they came out with a game called 2K All Pro Football. I did know that, but it had nothing to do with the actual NFL, though, did it? it so here's what it was. It was retired players. Uh... And you had to build a team, but it was kind of like, you know, those, those baseball fantasy leagues and i'm sure they do it in football too but where you have like a certain budget and you have to you can only have this many uh, it, it was weird like every every player had a medal rating so you had like gold silver bronze and then like i don't know i guess common for lack of a better and you could only have so many of this type of player and so many of this type of player but if you only had, like, if you didn't put any gold players on your team, you could have an extra silver or something like that. And that's how you built your team. And then everybody else was just random generated players. Hmm. Yeah, and no, I never played that one. So huh. I wanted to love it. I really, truly did. And it was so bad. <laughs> so bad. 
But <laughs> I, I mean, I think part of it was because it was so bare bones because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a situation where you could really do a, where you could really do a franchise mode, where you could really do like a fantasy draft because it was a fantasy draft, but it wasn't a true fantasy draft. And it wasn't, right, right. you know, there, it just wasn't, I don't know. It just, it didn't scratch that itch. It didn't have that same. And obviously it couldn't compete. Um, you know, one thing we forgot about though, we didn't talk about with that. Um, well, two things really. The, the first thing is you had it on PS2, right? No, I had 2K5 for the Xbox. Did you? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So one thing that if, if people were playing it for the PS2, if they didn't have the hard drive, instead of getting the replays during Sports Center and during the halftime show, they got a picture, a black and white picture, hmm. play, and then Boomer described it. But if they had the hard drive, that's when they got the full, like the full replays, because it used the hard drive to save it, just like it, you know, like the uh, Xbox had to pull in. Huh. But if they didn't have that PS2 modem and PS2 uh, hard drive. They just had black and white pictures. Um, the other thing being, do you remember the other mode that was supposed to be really cool in that game? Mm, can't ring a thumb, ring a bell right now. There was the the inside the it was called QB Vision, and it was almost like virtual reality football. Oh, that's right. You're in. That's right. Because you're seeing like the the view from the quarterback. Right, and that that's was actually right. that it didn't debut in that in that game. It actually debuted in, I think, um, it was like two or three seasons before in the NFL 2K games. And I think even before that, it was in like Mike Ditka. There was a Mike Ditka game that it was in. Not Mike Ditka Power Football for the Genesis. Okay, so I, I was going to say I had Mike Ditka's Ultimate Football for the PC. and Okay. I don't yeah. think it was in that. <laughs> no, no, no. no it, was, it was like Mike Ditka ultimate quarterback i don't remember exactly what it was but it was like i think it was specifically a game where you played as the quarterback and it was the quarterback view i don't think there was a way to even go out but it was but that was one of the big modes in that game and dude it was it was kind of brutal yeah that's uh again that kind of is still plays kind of testament to how deep that game was though and i didn't mean to blow your number one but <laughs> no, it's okay. It's hard. <laughs> that was my number five. Uh, so yeah, right. NFL two K five. I, I yeah. All right. It's so my number five is is going to be uh, NHL ninety four. Nice, nice. And so there's a specific reason. Number one, the specific reason that I picked it is because that's the one that was the first NHL game that I had. It was also the first one where they actually had the NHL license and it wasn't because the year before it was NHLPA 93, where they had oh, the Players yeah. Association, but they didn't have the, uh, the actual NHL license. Um, and this is like really where the series started to hit its stride. Um, so one of the things they added was the one-timer, which when we were playing NHL Rewind, that was one of the things that, you know, um, we had, we had to do. So, and for those of you who are listening, who don't know NHL rewind is basically NHL 94 with all of the updated rosters and you can buy it for your Xbox one or Xbox series, whatever, or PS4, PS5. Now, uh, if you have, I don't, I don't know if you have to have 21 or not, but 
it's basically 94 recreated for the newer systems. And the one-timer was added, but they took out, because they got the NHL license, that was the year that they had to take out fighting. Mm. So along with, you know, this being really where it came, where it all started to come together for the NHL series, this engine was used for one of my other all-time favorite games, which ended up on the honorable mentions because it's, it's it's something that that you can play, but it's definitely a an every once in a while game. Um, Mutant League Hockey. Yes, yes. Which I love that game, but um, Mutant League Hockey. And then they took this same engine, used it for '95, but then they just upped the speed. And that's where they really added trades, create a player, full season mode, all that stuff. But NHL 94 was the skeleton. And that was the game that I, uh, that I played the most. And sorry, if you guys can hear Lily um, panting in the background, she's <laughs> wrapped herself up in a blanket and I'm sure she's, you know, super hot, but she also doesn't want to come out from under the blanket. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my number five. Nice. So uh, I've already done my number four uh, with the NBA jam or, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. So I'll do my number three, which you just alluded to one of those variants, Mutant League Football. Nice. Um, which, you know, uh, again, based off of the the Madden games of the time, uh, typical EA game. Um, but, you know, the, the it was the first game that I remember playing that, you know, sports-wise, yes, actually not a bad, um, you know, engine to be developed on. But the fact that you could throw dynamite at your opponents, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> it really doesn't get any better than that. And the the names of the players were, were excellent. Um, the, the whoever So whoever developed that just knew what they were doing. And, like, the little quips that would come up from, like, the coach or whoever – yeah. um oh, just just fantastic throughout it and you know completely different you know type of game um the uh uh the fact that like you could win based on the fact that like your opponent had too few players left alive <laughs> like just it's just fantastic I, oh, dude, uh, absolutely I, I cannot uh you know say that that's one of those games that i played a ton uh when i was younger and which is kind of funny if you think about it, because for the time it was an insanely brutal game. So well, and just like just like Mutant League hockey, I mean, that's where the fans could throw chainsaws out onto the ice. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, dude, what's more insane to me than having a game for kids where the players are Mio or are Mo and Spew Puke and <laughs> um, Bones Jackson and and the Razor Kid and all that stuff. Do you remember the the uh, cartoon? Uh, a, a bit. I, I actually thought about that a little bit um, whenever I had thrown this down, but I uh, I don't recall watching it a lot either. Oh, dude, I, I specifically remember getting done CCD and going home on Sundays and watching that damn cartoon and just being like, wow, I can't believe this is an actual cartoon. And it wasn't good, but I watched it because it was Mutant League. And I was like, well, hell yeah, Mutant League. Yeah, and they, uh, you know, there was, you know, I think they try to re, revitalize it here over the last couple of years. Um, I had followed the original developer 
on Twitter. And uh, this was, gosh, over the last five years or so. Um, and they, they, I don't know, it was almost, they kind of did a, uh, like a, almost like a GoFundMe or Indiegogo type project to try to get it off the ground. And uh, so I know they, I'm pretty sure they released something, but I, I haven't played anything remotely new from them. So I have no frame of reference to tell you if it was any good or not. I, um, I can tell you it's good. I have it. Okay, cool. I have it for the switch of all systems. Really? Yeah. And what the cool thing is, is it was the year uh, it came out after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So the, the Philadelphia evils as they're known in the game, um, it actually calls them the mutant league or it's called mutant football league instead of mutant league football mm. um, and mutant football league champions are your Philadelphia evils. Nice. Nice. Not only that, dude. Oh man. I've got, I've got pictures. I'll have to send them to you. I, I did some screenshots and stuff. Um, and in the stadium, they have the Liberty bell and it's raining blood. Like, Oh, that's cool. Stadium. And so the, it's just really cool. They have like these big Eagle statues flanking the Liberty bell and the Liberty bells in the end zone. It's, oh God, it's so awesome. I That's love, cool. I, I love it though. It's, it's good. Cool. That's good to know. I, I really hadn't, had not played it. I, uh, I kind of followed the development of it, but yeah, for whatever reason, one, never, never bought it. So <laughs> yeah, that was when I tracked down um, when it got released and I went to Best Buy and I'm like, Hey man, website says you got it. I don't see it on the floor. And he's like, all right, let me go take a look. And they just never put them out on the floor. So that tells you what kind of celebrated release it had. Oh, that's, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, here's this. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe unless they were hoarding it for themselves. So <laughs> maybe, maybe. But, but it, yeah, I, I love it. I, yeah. Honestly, it, it's, I'll, uh, shoot next time you're here man we'll we'll have to, you have to check it out yeah, yeah. but that's my that's my number three is a uh, mutant league football all right so i'm gonna drop i gotta drop back to four because um i because of switching things around um so my number four is going to be blades of steel Ooh, nice so another simple hockey game for the nes but this time you could control the fighting so my only major gripe was that you couldn't be the Flyers or at least a Philadelphia team because obviously there was no NHL license back then. Um, what was cool about this was the sprites were bigger, more detailed. It was still very much a pick-up-and-play hockey game. Um, and the one thing that always kind of threw me was it looked like it was supposed to take place in the future, even though they, they never explicitly say that. It just looks like it's supposed to be sometime in the future. And obviously the iconic opening, you you turn it on and you hear your NES say blades of steel. Steel. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so not, not balls of steel. No, no, but, no. But blades of steel. I, uh, I play that game just to fight. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a, that's a fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have, couldn't have street fighter on, uh, on the NES, which we almost got by the way. I don't know if you know that or not. That's no, bad. no. That's, that was close though. That makes sense. That's close on timing. Yeah. Um, that's another, that's another discussion for another day, but that supposedly was completed and any, or Nintendo said, no, uh, we don't want to put it out. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we've gotten, so we've gone up to four on mine. Three for me was baseball stars. Okay. 
Okay. So, so um, two for me then. Uh, baseball Simulator 1000. And that's the one I knew you were going to have on your list. Um, that was the one I talked about at the beginning that, you know, I, I didn't put anywhere on my list because you were the one who introduced me to it. Um, again, I remember seeing it in Nintendo Power and stuff, but I never played it until I was in my 20s. Yeah, man, I played that a ton and I'm still hoping for a switch release on that at some point. Cause they do, do they do some of the culture brain stuff already through the, uh, um, online, uh, NES classic. Um, and they actually released baseball simulator, I believe for the Wii U as a download. Mm. Which I, and I didn't realize that until I was doing some research, but yeah, that, the, again, editable lineups, the fact that you can have power-ups, uh, akin to you know doing some different things with like um but it was different because all the power-ups were different you know you could have like the moonshot home run balls or your pitcher could throw you know insanely fast fireballs um you know very uh, very cool that you could also run like a like basically a full season mm-hmm. you know 160 plus games oh yeah you know and uh and the cool thing you had different stadiums too which i thought was always really neat uh, he played outer space, <laughs> yeah. Which you know, so uh, yeah, uh, that's one of those games. Again, I could pick up, play, uh, play for a year or two, go right back at it, and just a overall experience-wise, just a fun, fun, fun uh, uh, baseball game. On the sense of, again, it had that nice cross between arcade. Not 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 the best, um, but the simulation aspect was was pretty awesome. Yeah, and that one. See, that my only problem with it was I could never stop myself from setting up what I considered to be a cheat team. Mm. And I'm pretty sure you showed me how to do this. I could be wrong, but you set up like four players with power and no speed. And then you set up the rest of the team just full on speed and then let them bunt and get on base. Yeah, that was me. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly what I do. <laughs> and I could never stop myself from doing that whenever I played it. And I'm like, God damn it. This is an awesome game and I love it, but I'm cheating every goddamn time. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to the point where I was playing um, uh, straight with no power up. Like I was playing normal games. Uh, just because I always enjoyed the stats behind it. But, um, yeah, because the same wheel, you know, it's like, yeah, you, you can really run the score up and end those games pretty quickly if you know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, and honestly, that was what that, – that was one of the things I always loved about Baseball Stars and about Baseball Simulator and everything is the, the mercy rule, which, God, you could get in some World Series 95 games without a mercy rule because there was none. And you, dude, you'd be up like twenty to nothing in the first first inning or, or third inning, and you still got to slog through the rest of the game. <laughs> yep, that's a fun one. And and I'm gonna guarantee you that because we already did your number one being an ESPN NFL 2K5. Yep. So I can guarantee you that my number one and your number two is the exact same game. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so we won't talk about it just yet. We'll leave that for the thing. I do have something I thought about just before we started talking on this podcast, though as an honorable mention that I could have slung anywhere in my top 10, but like 
didn't didn't have a space for it because they didn't really think about it being like one of the major four sports or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you thought about this game at all either. But top ten sports video games, how could you not include Wii Sports? You know what? I thought <laughs> about it. I thought about it. I really did, and I di- I didn't put it in there. And reason being, I could not tell you the last time I played it. Really? Yeah. Amazing game. But I mean, all right. Well, part of it too is because you know, you've got, you've got a family to play with and everything. You've got the kids, you've got, you've got Danielle. Peyton didn't really, Peyton's not really into uh, the, he's not really into baseball. He's starting to get more into it. Um, He probably would have really liked the bowling, but honestly, we just never, we never really played it. Yeah. I just had a lot of good memories playing that with the neighbors. Um, Actually, well, you know, Kyler, yeah. Um, so we, uh, yeah, we would, uh, have, have some drinks and, and play, uh, some wee bowling and just have a good old time with it. Um, uh, but I thought about that. I was like, man, I had so much fun playing this over the years, uh, with different people. And, uh, you know, but again, though, like, you know, we kind of started this whole thing. A lot of these games that we talked about were of the four major sports and that's more of like a breakdown. Yeah. You've got baseball and you've got bowling, um, but the baseball is like insanely limited. Yeah. And like, that's not even the part that I was really thinking of. It was more the bowling. Um, The boxing's kind of fun. I forgot all about the boxing. Yeah. That that's fun. But really the bowling and there's the other thing too. It's like the, the, the golf's kind of fun too. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's the bowling is what makes that game. Yeah. Um, You know, so, but But that's definitely an honorable mention game. I, I, I just, I should, I should have put that on there. Should've there's a lot of, there's a lot of fun things with that one, but yeah, like you said, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's completely different from anything else we've talked about though. Yeah. There's no, you know, you're, you're actually like when you're bowling, you're physically like moving, like, you know, pretty much any other game that we've talked about, you're just pressing buttons. So, right. <laughs> but let's, so, so you, how many do you have on your honorable mention list? That blew through all my honorable mentions. All right. I had, I had three. I had hardball three, Tecmo basketball, and then Wii Sports. All right. I'm going to go through my honorable mentions real quick, and then let's jump into uh, – we'll jump into the the looming specter that we both know is coming. Um, <laughs> and pretty much anybody who played sports games in the, in the 80s and 90s probably knows is coming. Yeah. Um, so – and this is where I threw a lot of the stuff that's not the four major sports. So – my honorable mentions are Mutant League Hockey, Mario Superstar Baseball, which incredibly fun game for the GameCube if you haven't played it. Outstanding. I didn't really like the Wii version, but GameCube one, solid game. Love it. Uh, the Mario Golf Series. Ooh, yeah. Starting on N64, going to GameCube, and then on to the uh, 3DS. Outstanding. Super Dodgeball for the NES. And then uh, also on the Game Boy Advance, Super Dodgeball Advance, which was one of the launch titles. Awesome games. Um, I've mentioned MVP Baseball Series, mentioned Triple Play Gold, NCAA Football 2008, Rocket League. Mm, Great game. Yeah. yeah. Um, the original RBI Baseball, the Tony Hawk Series. Yeah. I um, forgot about those. Yeah. And then, um, so my, my, my last two 
are going to be punch out series how could i forget about those man i yeah. played a ton of mike tyson's punch out exactly dude between mike tyson's punch out super punch out i didn't really enjoy as much but i don't know if you've ever played the one for the wii that came out i haven't that was really fun no i haven't uh really mike tyson's was the only one i really played religiously i cannot stand the one that came out for the super nintendo um the super punch out one yeah i just don't and it's weird because it's very similar but it's not anywhere near the game that mike tyson's punch out or punch out is so right agreed and then here's here's my 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 final honorable mention and i know you're going to be pissed when you hear it because you haven't said it yet the mlb the show series ah yeah you know and it's funny i thought about those and i thought about putting any of them in the top 10 the problem i had with thinking about those games even though i love them um they're just especially the the more recent ones they've you're basically playing something that you feel like you're there um because the graphics are incredible um the the presentations you know good uh, really, the, my if I had anything to complain about those games is that the uh, commentary just gets a little repetitive. But you know, they are just fantastic games through and through. Yeah. And that's it's where just, I've been. Uh, you know, I don't have PlayStation right now, um, but that's it's coming cross platform. Nice, good. So that's it's about time on an Xbox. Um, I. You know, I heard it's coming to the Switch. I don't necessarily know that it's actually ever going to make it to the Switch. I don't yeah. know how they're going to do that uh, unless the planned Switch Pro actually happens. But I am extremely excited to be able to play that on an Xbox system. I yeah, mean, I'd steer clear trying to play that on a Switch, like you said, unless they up the <laughs> up the ante on there with the Switch Pro. Yeah. So, I mean, unless... I, Hey, you know what? If if somebody magically gifts me a PS5, I would be more than happy to play <laughs> play the show on the PS5. But uh, until that happens, or you know, whatever, uh, I I'll probably be playing it on an Xbox system. Not that I have a Series X either, but right, right. Hey, and you know what? If somebody wants to gift me one of those, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. I'm not going to be picky. You mean you know? one of the one of the fine? What have you five six thousand listeners at this point? Oh. It, yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> totally. Actually, I looked at it. It said I had, um, I you know what? Let me look at the stats. Let me let me look at the stats real quick because I can, I can see how many. It tells me how many like active listeners I have. So, all right, my estimated audience. Are you ready for this? Oh boy, oh boy. Thirteen. Nice. Hey. Thirteen, baby. Hey man, it's that's been, uh, uh, eleven more than I thought. I, I thought it was gonna be two. That's me, you and me. <laughs> it's got uh, it's got ten unique listeners in the past seven days, uh, one hundred and thirty seven plays all time, and it is available on seven platforms. Wow! Yeah, man, that's impressive. Yeah, hey, hey, and it even so check this check this stuff out. So here's how it breaks down too. It tells me twenty eight percent of my listeners listen on Apple Podcast, eighteen percent on Spotify, fourteen percent on Anchor. 9% on Google Podcasts and 31% on other. All right. Guarantee that 9% is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 60% of my audience is male, 40% is female. Um, 
I don't have any non-binary listeners, which makes me sad and 0% are not specified, but check this out. You know where my, you know where my highest, uh, the highest age group is for me? Mm-hmm. 45% of my listeners are in the 28 to 34 year old range. Wow. That's a coveted demographic. Yeah, that's, yeah, no kidding. You know, 30, <laughs> 30% are in the 23 to 27 and then 25% are in the 35 to 44. Wow. You know, this is giving me a lot of good information. Oh, wow. Check this out. So, all right. 30% of my listeners are on their iPhone. 14% listen via the web. 13% on Android. 3% on Mac. And 40% on other. What is Hmm. other? I don't know. Probably just undetermined. Like Like You can't figure out like... Maybe someone's playing like through a web browser on a phone, but it's Maybe. not necessarily an app. Yeah, I guess. Cause I'm thinking like, what do people have like coconut radios out there? That it's possible. To? Yeah. Maybe. Like the, yeah, the professor possible. from, uh, yeah, exactly. So exactly what I thought. Gilligan's Island. Yeah. So, so if you're out there professor, Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you send me a coconut radio? But I'm sure that he would have loved this game though. Yes. The game that we're both going to mention here, <laughs> which would be your number two, my number one. Go ahead. Tecmo Super Bowl. Very good. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, in fact, I, I, I downloaded, I sent it to you. I downloaded um, uh, the 2021 or 2020, whatever rosters, uh, because the, the great thing about that game is that it has such an active community that they, you know, release all these insane, like, you know, juiced ROMs with, you know, crazy additions to the players, you know, abilities and the updated rosters and just these really fun things. And that was the first game that I can ever remember that you could A, do a full season with stats, with injuries, and just ridiculously easy to play. But it's one of those that the – you could beat the computer 10 times in a row, but if you're not paying attention, it's, you, you, you'll, you can still get beat. And it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's what makes it so fun because it's, it's still not quite like, you know, baseball simulator where you could just run up the score. <laughs> right. You could, you could have some pretty, pretty fair contests if you were either, you know, using a, uh, like, let's say, um, using a lesser team against a better team. Um, it, that game legitimately played out with, you know, if your team was better then yeah, you were, you were gonna, you know, if you know what you're doing, you're going to win. Um, but if you, uh, you know, using like, I don't know, like the Cleveland Browns or, you know, with the original like 1991 rosters, eh, it's a fair chance you uh, might not do so well. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And that was what was to me, what I love about it is it is a game that it, you know, if you're good at it, you're going to win. 99% of the time, but if you decide that you're just going to kind of take it easy or, or screw around, the game's going to get you because it's just so easy for it to correct. Um, you, you really got to pay attention. You really have to play the game. And like you said, nine times out of 10, you're playing as uh, we'll say, we'll say you're playing as the Eagles against a team like uh, the Colts with Jeff George. Um, 
you're you're going to beat them. You are. There's not many stars on the Colts, and the Eagles have probably what I would say is the best defense in that game and the most dynamic or one of the most dynamic offensive weapons in QB Eagles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the good old QB Eagles. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the, the, the running backs are, are pretty garbage. I've, I've tried to force um, Keith Byers and Heath Sherman into being Pro Bowl type players, but yeah, it doesn't really happen. works out. Um, the receivers are pretty good. You know, you got Fred, Fred Barnett, Barnett and you've uh, got Calvin Williams. Calvin Williams. You've got uh, Keith Jackson as your tight end. Yeah. Yep. Then you have Kenny Jackson and you have Mike Quick at the end of his career, which I had thought he had already retired by the, by the time that season was played, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, he's there. Yep. He's there. He's there. He's just not Mike Quick. He's his name is there, but he's not, you know, the Eagles Hall of Famer Mike Quick. Right. And that, the, the fun thing with that game, even like you mentioned the Colts, you, you, if you knew that game in and out, like uh, Colts, one of the things I would always run, because what makes them so bad, not that Jeff George is like, he's pretty bad as a quarterback. They have no running game. Albert Bentley, I think is the yeah, running back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, uh, the one, the one, um, one pass play you could run with them. The uh, tight end was Pat beach and that guy could catch everything. The problem is that like you're, you're running like 10, 12 yard plays is all right. Um, but he could catch everything. So like you at least had some kind of offense you could put out. Um, one of my all time favorites was to use Kansas city because again, you had not only Christian McCoy was ridiculous, but there was a pass play where you had a receiver by the name of Rob Thomas. Yes. Who would, yeah, again, catch everything, always a touchdown um, because he just run the length of the field, no matter what. Um, but then also you had you could run short plays with JJ Burden. Oh, was really good. You had JJ Burden. You had Rob Thomas. You had Krishna Quay. You had Barry Word. Um, on the other side of the ball, you had uh, was Derek not Derek Thomas? Yes, Derek Thomas. Yeah, yep. Derek Thomas. Yep. You know you yeah. had you had weapons on the team, and that's the thing. You bring up a great point with with the Colts. If you knew what you were doing and you knew the team's strengths and weaknesses, you could figure out a way to make it work no matter what players you had, as long as you were able to adjust the playbook and you knew what players you had and what their strengths and weaknesses were. Remember when we were playing, you beat me. I will fully own that. But one of the things I did was I knew I was playing as Atlanta and you were playing as new England. Um, one of the things I did right away was I made Andre Risen a running back. And right, right. That instantly revitalized my running game. Now, sadly, the quarterbacks were freaking terrible in that game. Chris <laughs> Miller and uh, uh, who? Chris Miller and somebody Millen. Uh, Hugh Millen or something like that. Yeah. Or Matt. Yeah, Matt Millen. Hugh no, it wasn't. Millen. I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, Hugh Millen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Millen was the last name. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it, it didn't really matter. I wasn't really going to be able to pass the ball. Um, pretty sure every pass that he threw, either one of them, it was that weird, like, tilted up pass. You know what I'm talking about? Where the ball mm -hmm. looks like it's 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 supposed to be just going straight up, and it, it just doesn't. It, no, it goes in a completely different direction. Right. Um, so, you know, it, but if you know what you're doing, 
you have a chance to win. And that game wasn't, it's not like that was a, like a runaway victory. No, no, we, we played what was within a field goal, wasn't it? Yeah, we went to overtime yeah. and you kicked the field goal and won. Yeah. The, uh, again, though, like you just said, though, players that you know what you're doing, Patriots are really bad in that game. But oh, you have Irving Fryer, who, again, he'll catch just about anything you throw his way. Right. Um, it's just getting to that point, you know, that <laughs> right. um, the, um, the, the, the one thing I did always appreciate about that, that game um, was that if, if, again, like you said, if you knew what you were doing with certain players, certain teams, um, you could have the worst offense. But, like, I was playing the other night with updated rosters. And, you know, if you knew where, like, a certain spot was, like, if you pick, um, you know, either, like, a linebacker, that the guy that sits, like, I always, I always say five clicks because if he's, like, the fifth selection if you go to move your, your cursor around mm-hmm. um, in the lower uh, left corner or the second click where basically you're the guy like that's right on the, right on the defensive line. You're not, you're not an end, um, but you're just basically like, you're like a middle linebacker. Right. Exactly. And if you knew how to like drop down and then right into the quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Like I I played one and I got 15 sacks in a game. Like it's, it's, you know, it's little things like that, that if you knew what you're doing, you're fine. Um, But otherwise uh, playing against a human playing against computer, you know, you get one or two good plays. If they figure it out on you, you're done. I mean, <laughs> right now. Yeah, uh, and that's that's my defensive strategy too. And that's what I did with the uh, with the Falcons was Jesse Tuggle. Mm-hmm. And then with the Eagles, it's I believe that position is Jerome Brown. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. Is it Jerome Brown or is it? I think it's yeah i think it's jerome brown i'm pretty sure it's jerome brown. they didn't have him as a as a defensive tackle because it's a they run a uh three four defense yeah yeah four, three and yeah so you've got uh the eagles defensive front was clyde simmons mike golick and reggie white and then your your uh linebackers were seth joiner byron evans um jerome brown and bloody hell who was the other linebacker? Mm. Um, it don't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But you know, you knew if you went with with one of those two middle linebackers and you shot that gap, you could always hit it right between the center and the guard and get into the quarterback. Right, right. So it's but it's and but that's the thing. It's all those little strategies and knowing the game, knowing that you know, hey, Jesse Small, picks, by the way. What's that? Jesse, Jesse Small. Small. Jesse yeah, Small. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Um, dude, and he's like the only person on that defense that I don't remember. It's Ben Smith, Wes Hopkins, Eric Allen, and Andre Waters are your defensive backs. It was literally one player that I could not remember on that damn defense. So yeah. how often have I played that game? Maybe a little too often. So, but um, yeah, no, to me, that's, uh, again, for people that were um, in our generation, that's got to be a, uh, a top, top fiver. Oh yeah. Um, it's a, uh, yeah, I, I, I've always, uh, pretty much every year I pick up the new, uh, the new ROM and I'll play it on, on PC and I still have my original cartridge. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, I distinctly recall getting that game the same year as I got a super Nintendo and I was more excited about getting my cart of Techno Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, dude, yeah, that was, um, I was in sixth grade and I remember, 
people bringing the the manual to school and seeing people with that because it was the super nintendo size manual if you remember mm-hmm. um, and i remember seeing people with it i'm like wow that's for a nintendo game what nintendo game and then i saw it was Tecmo super bowl and i was sold i needed to have it and i remember getting it for my birthday uh sixth grade it's in sixth grade and just being so happy and just playing the crap out of it it's yeah, still a so, day yep yep i do i i do like i said i do too i've been playing uh i'm playing the updated rosters uh for several nights in a row now and uh, i've got kind of a trying to get a, a season going uh just to you know, kind of play through but you know we'll see how long i get with it but now it's to me uh yeah that's pinnacle game for me for sports yeah and that's i mean obviously that game could have been number one on mine too um it's it's one of those ones where i put i put nfl 2k5 because it's more updated i guess and it it has more to it but it it easily could have been one and one a you know yeah yep Um, yeah no i agree that's a it's a hard choice. That's why I had some issues with uh, trying to put some numbers on some of these because uh, I think you said it best the other day, you know, in no particular order, you know. Um, I, I think some of these, other than maybe a couple of the top ones for me, kind of will change with the season, you know. Right. Um, but the funny thing is, I, I thought about this too. Um, all these games that, like, I looked at because I was trying to figure out, like, okay, what's the newest game that I that I had on my list or honorable mentions? And it was MLB Power Pros. That <laughs> was yeah. 2008, which was 13 years ago. It's like, wow, that's, that tells you how like much I value new sports games, apparently. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I mean, I was thinking about putting NHL 21 on because I've had a lot of fun with it. But I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? The game hasn't been out for even a year yet. I'm not willing to put that on there uh, over, you know, other games that I've played for years and years and years. Right. And I have a problem putting the newer iterative sports games on there. That's why MLB the show, as much as I love it, it's an honorable mention to me because there's not one year that sticks out. Right. No, I agree. And yeah. NCAA football 2008, even though they don't make it anymore, it's the 2008 version and it's an honorable mention. NHL 94 is simply on there because of how influential it was and how much I played it and also right. how long I played it. Right. And the other thing too, like you started off this, this uh, podcast with it was uh, some of these, you know, the different, you know, off games that we didn't talk about, you know, you, you mentioned like uh, super dodgeball and dot, you know, those types, types of games. Um, but the, uh, the wrestling games um, that we, you know, could have got into um, or some of the fighting games, even um, that weren't, I'm not talking like street fighter or whatnot, but more of the, um, you mentioned a little bit with punch out, um, but there, there, uh, there's some good things with like, you know, not that I would necessarily include them, but, um, like the UFC games, um, that I'm sure that, you know, uh, somebody, you know, would definitely, uh, you know, be thinking of those as well. Um, some of the, uh, like maybe racing games, uh, maybe more like the NASCAR type stuff again, not for me, but I'm sure there's something out there that's gotta be top 10 worthy. You know, oh, in absolutely that, in that genre. Uh, but again, that there's a sports thing for me. I just kind of like you did focused on the big four. So that was it for me. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing we could, 
I mean, I know between the two of us, we could definitely do an entire episode on um, just wrestling games or, you know, just other type, like, like you said, like UFC or, or whatever else. We could do an entire game on that or an entire, <laughs> an entire podcast on that. Um, but this one, I, I, this was a great idea, a great way to start. And I think um, something that, you know, we could do another list like this in the future. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, um, you know, uh, one of those things that, you know, it's cool because it's so open-ended, but it's funny because, you know, I thought about this, you know, kind of mentioned it a couple of times. You're going to kind of date yourself uh, talking about some of these things. And I'd be curious to see what somebody thought about, you know, that was 10, 15, you know, 20 years younger, uh, just to see like what theirs would be. Um, because he, uh, it was pretty evident that you and me were going to have a lot of cross, you know, uh, top top ten games there. So, right. Um, but still, uh, still fun to talk about and and really, uh, you know, think about some of the, the the lots of lots of good hours spent. Yes, absolutely. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for being on again. I I really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, anytime you want to come on, you are more than welcome. And I will uh, gladly, gladly have you on the pod again. Awesome. All right, man. Well, I will, uh, I will uh, let you uh, finish this up. And uh, thanks again for having me. Yep. Thank you, Tom. You have a good night. Right. Uh, you too. All right. All right. So that has been the latest episode of My Stupid Little Life. And again, uh, I am taking suggestions for a new name because I think maybe we do need to change that up, but thank you for listening. If you have, uh, thank you to everyone who's listened to any of the other stuff in the past, and we will be back soon enough with another episode.